Okay. Hello and welcome to the season finale of the FPL Hangover podcast where we raised a bar and order to all things FPL related. We are coming to you on the 23rd of May and the season is done, but we're not done. We've got one final episode and we couldn't leave you go into the, the long, lonely summer without the second annual FPL Hangover podcast awards. So as the as my two podcast partner in crimes have been keeping the show running while I fixed the mic. You are aware. You know what's going on. Everyone's getting their their fucking pre their postseason stress out. And uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking have a bit of crack this evening. Uh, nothing mad planned. We've got some crazy special guests that we didn't I didn't know was gonna happen until literally an hour ago. And uh, yeah, I'm delighted to to let you see how that's gone. There will be some hardcore nudity. Uh, which it wouldn't be the FBI hangover if we didn't have a bit of hardcore nudity. And uh, there'll be all the usual... Who gets his number? Don't say it, Paddy. It's a surprise. One of us is not wearing any pants underneath this desk, (laughs) and one of us may stand up before the end of the pot. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they're all here for. Do you know how close I came to not putting on pants before this? I'm not even joking. I was legitimately like, and you, and those listening will will know why at the end of the show. But I was this close to uh, to not wearing pants this evening. Uh, <laughs> but Paddy, you've already talked. You finished. You ended up inside that half a mil mark, which I know you're yeah, not happy with. Ah, but fuck. I'm, I'm it's second. It's not the worst, Paddy. It's not. It the worst. Is. Was it's that the not worst. one of your goals mid season though? Or was that... well, 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 let's put it this way, right? I don't have a very impressive um, one of those um, game week histories things that people always share about. Um, like, but it, it is the first, uh, it's the worst result I've had since 2015. In, fi- in seven years? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I, know, I know you did really struggle at the start, though, didn't you? You were kind of chasing from the get-go. You were at game week, you're one million rank after game week. I- I think if I could speak for Paddy and yeah, go on ahead. Lord, Take knows, it away. Lord knows I can, you know, <laughs> I think we can all agree that you let the show go to your head. You thought I'm on the hangover second season, permanent uh, yeah. podcast host. I don't need to fucking try. I'll just, it's yeah. going to come in naturally. And uh, how, how wrong you were. A hundred percent. And I just <laughs> want to say hello to fairy there. Fairy's on that. Do you know what? That is one of I thought I got me right. You see, I, I got my first ever top 100 K last season. Right. And okay. I just thought, do you know what? A top 10k this year, no problem. You know, I don't even have to look. I don't even have to study at FPL. I'm not even going to check it that much. I'll just go on the pod, waffle on, and uh, you know, just wing it. I thought mm. I would just get it, no problem. And throughout the season, I was like, <laughs> oh fuck, I can't wait. This is over. I can't wait. This is over. But now it's over. I can't wait for it to be back <laughs> because yeah. I really want to. I just, I just want to correct that wrong. Like I want to just go for my top 100k next year again like because that's where that's where my i know my level i know my level you know yeah fair enough seamus uh i know you kind of touched on it as well but it isn't the heights of you that you've reached in the past but overall i think you can't complain pretty decent overall rank uh it's not too bad it's uh, the disappointing thing is how your like your season is almost entirely based on how you finish the last couple of game weeks like if you finish on back-to-back red arrows uh, then you're going to feel like yeah, not a good season, but um, it wasn't wasn't too bad. Uh, the goal the last few weeks was to finish top 50k, and then I got like top 35k. Well, try and get as high as possible. I was trying to catch you. That was the goal. Um, 
35 came game week 36 and then like almost double my rank the, immediately the final week old, uh, later so that's um that game week 37 killed me so yeah i was hoping to get back top 50k with uh, one final push but fine game week was all right it was green arrow 61k yeah it's, it's done right. it's yeah. in the past right. let's move I'm on i'm not gonna talk anymore about that let's wow. look, at, look at next season so jerry exactly. that means you you won did you i won what? i did i did so do you have the wee trophy there uh, I think it's actually still out in the kitchen. Would you believe? Because oh, I, well, yeah, okay. I had a bit of a bit of a shindig yesterday, and uh, I did have to bring it out and rub it in Seamus's face. Not literally, because I don't want to get his shit on it. But uh, in general, or you know, uh, figuratively, definitely. Um, and just just for the viewers, you know, who who has the their name on this trophy the most between the both of you now at the moment? Look look at him. Look at oh, this geez. guy. The big Cheshire Cheshire grin. You know, Seamus. He he messaged me to say to say. <laughs> on the water <laughs> yeah not surprising but look that's the season's done now we don't need to worry about overall rank anymore in a few short months we're going to be looking at our next red arrow and go <laughs> and forgetting all about the season's past so let's get on with the show before we get into the award ceremony i would like to just address the mini league and i believe we have quite an esteemed member of our mini league in the chat this evening uh mr ian Quinn, he uh, he's finished. Would you believe it? You would believe it because I don't think there was mm-hmm. any hope of uh, of him not finishing top of the FBL Hangover Mini League. He's absolutely fucking smashed it this year. Fourteen. Oh, when I had it written down, bastard. Fourteenth overall rank, Paddy. What? Fourteenth. Fourteenth in the fucking world. Fourteenth. And Who, you know what's more? That's Ian fella. Ian, Ian fella. He's only the guy you've been calling out. At the top of the league for for about six fucking months. Since Christmas, 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 I know, I know, yeah. I know. Um, I know but better. he's sitting there right on the top of the league and uh, 14th overall in the world. Guess where he came in Ireland? This actually shocked me a bit now. What? So he didn't come first he in didn't Ireland? didn't come first in Ireland. And that's not an insult on, on Ian. That's just, I was surprised ah, that there was two fucking Irish hell. fucking players ahead of the 14th overall position in the world. But he's come third in, in this country, so bronze medal, nothing nothing to fucking sneer at. Yeah. Uh, massive congratulations. I'm 14th to work. What, did you do wildcard and bench boost in the same week? He had the app. That's what he has. See, that's because of the Hangover podcast. He got the, that tip from me. Yeah, of course he did. I told him. You broke the game for so, a lot of people. V Antham came 14th. He just went from strength to strength. He just never yeah. let go. I mean, he had... Yeah, I'm just looking at here. He so, was like... Well done, me and Ian. <laughs> yeah. He got... And you know we what? Done, we done it, Ian. <laughs> Do you know what he had? He had uh, this season the elusive grey arrow in game week 37, where wow. he uh, you know, it was started with an OR of 27 and finished with an OR of 27. So he so, did not you know, legitimately get a grey arrow, did he? He's, he got a legitimate grey arrow, yeah. Jesus. That's, that's yeah. fucking... So, so he's got all um, all the things. The only thing that was missing from his his CV right now is uh, number one in Ireland, which, like, with an aura of fourteen, I think you can forgive that. I think the guy who came third or something in the in the world was Irish. So, um, what is it with the Irish and being fucking amazing at FPL? Like last year's yeah, we're the, overall, we're the Norwegians. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think it's like the Scandinavians are the guys who are known exactly. for it. Although an Amer- American won it this year. Um, I did. So I saw that football is That's football right. is life. Yes, you know. Football is life, yes. Yeah. Spell football around though. <clears throat> the crater. 
but me and Ian against the world. <laughs> so can, can I just ask Ian a question here? Now saying that we can we can interact with the the folks on the YouTube. Um, Ian, was there uh, like one of those moves that uh, like stopped you? Just if you had done, say, if you had a captain this person, or if you had made this transfer, that you would have won the Irish one, or you would have came like top ten in the world. Was there any uh, any moves that that you just realized? He can, he can let us know in the chat. Let us yeah, know there. Um, very, I mean, looking at his OR, I mean, game week 33 is the only kind of bad game week he had this side of Christmas, pretty much. He's just been like consistently top 500 apart from that one week we got a red arrow. So what happened in game week 33? We'll, we'll yeah, let him, we'll let him get he back to us. But, but while he's thinking, pondering on that, pretty good question let's just shout out a couple of other names in the 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 mini league so in second place donny's duds you're familiar with him petty uh he absolutely yeah. smashed it this year as well he was only 80 points behind first place but an incredible overall rank he kicked us that the casual that's the up? casual yeah Donny's the casual yeah. um <laughs> uh super maverick still in third harold's crosses in fourth fifth is he swears as patty pa and I'm just going to shout out Mike because I know he's in the in the chat. He and uh, another excellent season. Um, just you know, it's just glad to see all these lads just fucking kicking ass. I mean, obviously, I wish I could take their points instead, but ninth place in the in the mini league and, and a fantastic season to Mike. So congratulations yeah. to him. As I said, yeah, I, I was threatening that top ten there about three months ago, and now nowhere fucking near it. Uh, but that's the way that's the way it works. Um, you guys can let me know if Ian does get back in the chat. But I think we should kick off with the awards. What do you guys think? Well, we can, but he's just got back to us in the oh, chat, perfect. and he says, "Game week thirty-seven, Ings captain cost him about sixteen points and top ten. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a that's a yeah. big one. That I suppose, yeah, that Ings captaincy was a real fucking bummer for a lot of people. Yeah, I think we all were nearly. That was the yeah. uh, free hit week, wasn't it? We all free hit it. Well, yeah, with a lot of people. Of us. Yeah. Well, I didn't have the free hit, but that, and that screwed me. But like he had Madison and he had Richarlison. If he'd gone for either of those guys, then yeah, I like. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, went for Richarlison. We all captained the, everyone but fucking points that game. Like I, I captain Ings, and if I had to put it on any of the other players, uh, it cost me a top four hundred k finish. So yeah, I feel your pain, Ian. But as good as like, I mean, this is how good he did uh, this year. You know, he finished 73 points ahead of Donny. Donny's does there in second place. And I was like, oh, well, where did Donny finish? You know, two or three thousand, you know, something like that. He finished 357. So he still finished like, that's how much of a difference. Like 73 points is a huge difference. And, you know, that's that's how tight it is at the top. So he's absolutely smashed. He's been smashing all season going for like the week. He captained De Bruyne and De Bruyne got the six points. I knew I was in for a good week that week because basically whoever Quinner had captained for the previous five weeks had like been the top point scorer in the game. So I was like, well, I'm, I'm obviously going to have a, a smashing week this week. And so it transpired. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks for the good luck there that particular week, Quinner, because that really put the shits up Jura in game week uh, 36. Mm-hmm. At least put you under like a tiny bit of pressure. It was a 60-point swing. It was massive. <laughs> It was, <laughs> but then you made up like 55 points again the following yeah, week or something. So, in the yeah. bag. But 60 point swing and then to to not be, be ahead of you or to not be behind you all season and all of a sudden six points behind with one with two game weeks left. Like, yeah, no, I would be lying if I said I wasn't shitting myself. But, you know, at the end of the day, cream rises to the top, Seamus. Speaking of cream. <clears throat> You're right. Cheers to yeah. everyone. Yeah, to, 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 to Ian Quinn. To Ian Quinn. Cheers to the boys. Well the champ. And me and and Paddy for, 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 for 14th. joined fourteenth place. 
And I'm well, drinking White Russians and you're drinking Guinness. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I assume, I mean, uh, you know, you finished the Guinness. Well, you finished the Guinness already. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, let's, let's kick into the awards, guys. You ready? Yeah, let's do I'm it. ready. All right. So, for the folks watching um, on the YouTubes, feel free to shout out your nominations it won't make a difference because the answers have already been decided <laughs> i had to work on this before we did the pod but uh feel free to let us know if we're wrong or what you think should have been nominated yeah. throughout the show and uh i was going to say best comment wins a hangover mug but i feel like that would be very hard for me to jug jug judge jesus that's what happens when you neck a glass of wine before you uh <laughs> before you come out here before you pint. yeah before you have a pint to get us but uh yeah no look we've got a bit of gear to give away and uh we'll be throwing some shit out throughout the show but let's get into the awards first up everyone will know goalkeeper of the season and they're more they're more commonly known as the fridge of any premier league soccer team i haven't reused slides from last year i redid them Seamus is, he's got that look in his face. He doesn't get it, but he will. The fridge, mm. fridge to say. The FBL goalkeeper of the season nominees this year. Aaron Ramsdale, Jose Sa, David De Gea, and Sanchez. So before we announce the winners, I want to, I'll throw it over to Seamus first. You think I left anyone out there? Was there any glaring omissions? And the same to everyone in the comment section. Mm, no, as I was thinking about it, because I was thinking about my Premier League team of the season this year and in my like non-FPL but actual Premier League team of the season like Allison wins that quite comfortably um, and he was good but that's but non-FPL I, I, yeah. I, but FPL wise just because his price I couldn't put him in there because you couldn't use one of your three Liverpool spots on him so uh, no I think you got them I think you got the bang on who, who did you have Sanchez in there or De Gea I didn't really like the De Gea shout well, I didn't really get why he was in there but uh well, just because I'm a Man United fan, so I need to get a bit of representation out there. I think he's the only United player you could consider for anything this year, maybe? Maybe, maybe. But, um, yeah, no, I know. I, I, that's why I was looking down. I was, like, trying to, like, who did I? Because you asked me for my picks here, and I was morning when I did these up. So I just wanted to make sure that uh, these made sense. But, yeah, I, I know who I voted for here. Do we have a winner? You're damn right. But before we do, Paddy, any any glaring omissions? Any any <coughs> favorites that you would have went for there? Like, who's your goalkeeper this season? Um, well, it was Ramsdale for probably after my wild card. So yeah. I can't even remember who I started with. But yeah. there's Fuck. only one keeper coming to your head. And yeah. just to touch to touch on that De Gea thing, I think the reason I threw him in here was one one of the qualifying reasons for me was players that you know, just happened to be talked about. And United had those doubles. And for a long while, there was only really De Gea was the only United option I was looking at. So I think that's kind of what made him stand out. I don't know who would I put in there instead of him, Seamus, uh, now that I think about it. I'm going to stand by my opinion. But it's irrelevant. because Sanchez was my captain for or my uh, my goalkeeper for the first half of the season. Yeah. But um, it had to be Ramsdale. That's who I would go for. Fair enough. And let's get on to the winner. The winner of FPL Goalkeeper of the Season. Drumroll, please. You're damn right. It's Aaron Ramsdale. I, uh, I, don't, I think it's hands down. I think he, even though the end of the season was pretty poor for him, I think he's, you know, if you were to think of like the one keeper this year that people chatted about that made kind of waves, I think it was him. And he started at 4.5, let's not forget. Um, which yeah, was, wow. Uh, great. 
I was looking just to see, you know, I was like, he must be near the top. So he actually, he's like he's the not. one, two, three, four, five, sixth. He's behind Fabianski, behind Sard, he's behind Lloris. Okay, you'd expect Allison and Ederson maybe, but yeah, it's just, you know, and uh, like I was mocking the De Gea pick a small bit, but like De Gea only finished three points behind him. Now, he did miss the first three games of the season, um, but he definitely was the kind of standout keeper there for a while. But like the reason he was not my pick, my pick in the end was Sa. Because yeah. Saad just had this insane overperformance and like was the only reason Wolves were anyway decent. But like he has last clean sheet he had was in game week twenty nine against Leicester. And you know, that's the only clean sheet he's had since game week twenty four. He's been ones and twos the whole way since. So he's Who, who's he's been, this Ramsdale or this something? is Ram this is Ramsdale. So yeah. his like form fell off a cliff. So therefore he lost my vote at the last minute. Uh, and I went with Sa. But no, like there was no I, one really good this year. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think like, uh, I was second-guessing myself with uh, the Ramsdale pick, but I just don't think people talked about Sad that much. And I do think like while Wolves had that you know classic defence, 1-0 Wolves was kind of the what people were hoping for a lot, I just don't think uh, it really affected. I didn't see a lot of teams with him in it, I think is what I'm saying. Do you know? But the teams I saw before Christmas were mopping up, flying up the league. That's when I, I was struggling to break in top 100k. Um, and I just really think, I kind of wish I went for someone like Saab back then. Um, and when instead I went with the likes of Sice or Cody or whoever I had in my team. Yeah. So, um, didn't do half as well. Yeah, But I think, uh, you know, that's the goalkeeper award. Goalie. It's a dull award. Yeah, it's and, a dull and he, award. Was four, he was, yeah, fuck it. Shitty award, but 4.5 million as well. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, it has to be given, you know, but yeah, as you said, Patty, 4.5, you know, uh, what more do you want? Uh, yeah. More clean sheets, I'll tell you, after game week 29. <laughs> <laughs> but let's move on. Uh, next category we have is the Life Hack Award. Now, this one. Interesting. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, again, I'm going to have people. More exciting than the goalkeeper award. Well, fuck you. How about that? How about you fucking yeah, well, come up with the awards? Yeah, okay. You know what, Patty? You're off the show. You just made the list. You just made the list. <laughs> you gotta pull out, oh, a, you gotta pull out a, a sheet of paper and a pencil there, Jared. So yeah, I know. Really, really undermine this. <laughs> you know what, Patty? You just made the list. You know, just go absolutely fuck ape. But no, life hack love. award. This is for those extreme value players, those out of position kind of players. Now, there wasn't a fucking lot of them this year. I don't know if you noticed it, but I can only think of really one. But it's for those guys that you stick in your team for no other reason than either a bit of value or, as I said, in some seasons there'd be the out of position thing, but not so much this year. The nominees for the life hack of the season, Foster, I think... uh, Considering his heroics in fucking game week thirty six, uh, fourteen points, uh, for like I mean I know he was sharing time with Backman at stages, but you know uh, still crazy cheap starting keeper for the end of it. Dan James just because he's the only out of position player, I think really ex- disappointed season in terms of output, but he was playing up front for Leeds for the whole season, and if if they had actually managed to score anything, he could have become something. But I felt forced to throw him in. Another Leeds player, Gelhart, just because of uh, that end of the season 4.5 striker slot that might get some minutes. And he did actually end up getting, was it two attacking returns in the last? Did he get it? No, he he's, he got varied out on the last day of the season. But I think he had an assist the week in, before that, game week 37. So some attacking returns for Gelhart. And Livramento as that 4.0 
you know, fifth bench or fifth uh, defender option. It's an amazing start to the season. And uh, they were my four life hacks. Do did did you think I left anyone out? Did the guys in the, the guys in the comments think I left anything out? Um, no, I was just waiting and waiting for the fourth one to to come. And but yeah, no, I think you you nailed them out there. The proper ones. Maybe I was trying to look back. I was trying to think who I had. Maybe I had Basuma or someone from Brighton. But no, I think no, they're perfect. Jeremy no, Perfect. life hacks, I mean, you're talking budget, budget guys, enablers. Um, we're not talking extreme value, like players at the start of the season, like Rafina, I thought were underpriced. There was, there was all of these players, like Bowen, completely underpriced. Like the points he got for what his starting price was, was ridiculous. But if you're talking purely budget life hacks, it's got to be, uh, for me, Livermento. You know, until his injury, he was like a starting 4.0 player that we all got on at 4.0 or 4.1 who was actually getting us points you know Broja yeah was somebody I was excited about mid-season was like oh there's like this dead forward spot that I can get for five million yeah. uh, who can score goals who just then didn't score any goals so <clears throat> he's not scoring goals you can't give it to him whereas Livermento was good so yeah he was if I had to make a case for one other player I would have to go with Connor Cody yeah, I don't think he's a life hack. He's a four point five defender. Yeah, that was the thing. Oh, right, okay, four point five. Yeah, that's that's fucking yeah. that's off the charts expensive. And he will he, he <laughs> will come back into this, Paddy. So you'll get was, a, you'll get a bit more Cody action. There tonight. was lots of good four point fives though. Yeah. I'll yeah. say that. But oh, I think but yeah, I think life the, hack, perfect. Yeah, I think uh, compared to last season, this is one of my favorite awards each season. You know, you have your Dallas. Yeah. You know, you have um, you have Lundstrom. You know, you'd won Basaka, players like that. Seasons past, but this year, no, no one really stood out. Livermore is as close as it gets. Um, did you announce the winner? I didn't, but I have a couple players. of I have a couple of honorary uh, honorary kind of mentions. The likes of Imbumo for uh, Brentford. He had that kind of out of position midfielder that was kind of playing as a striker for a bit of it. Dalot for United just because you could get in there at 4.2 Gordon um, I think again I'm just letting my team bias kick in here but Gordon for everything who did absolutely fucking nothing this season but again was a 4.5 on set pieces kind of midfielder and Ramsey for Villa again a 4.5 yeah uh, midfielder who you know those yeah those last two you mentioned the 4.5 mates were were good options and uh, Simicast, actually, we didn't mention Simicast, who at the start oh, of the yeah. season got us all yeah, like season, yeah. 20 points in three games. We all had and, him. Yeah. But um, well, what was he, like 3.9 and stuff like that? So he was like. 3.7 by the end. That was what. Like, <laughs> what a cruel twist of fate. That's like, oh, the cheapest player in the game is 3.7, but he uses a Liverpool slot. I mean, mm. there is some sick prick in FPL Towers that deliberately did that. Do you know, I don't care what anyone says. Um, you would have done that if you were working, if you were hired by the towers. You would have been in there. Yeah, hundred percent. Drop him again. If I had again, if I had <laughs> one more time, one more yeah, time. Yeah, and, and then whoever they are, they're, they're making Manny and Sal at the same price. Like that's not going to happen next year, though. Yeah, yeah. couldn't. He's going to Bayern. <laughs> but the winner of the FBL life hack of the season, we kind of touched on it already. I think it's Livermento. I, I, I think he. He was in my squad for half the fucking year, just, you know, on sheer price alone. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I think he made a bit of a name for himself. So there we go. Congratulations yeah. to Tino. Clap for him. Definitely well done. There's, yeah. there's no dispute in that. Livermento all the way. Yeah, I'm There's no disputing it unless your name is Chris Reed and he thinks uh, Simicast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, I uh, I got to give it to give it to my boy Liver. I'm happy he won it. And uh, fair play to the man. Yeah, we got some agreement in the chat as well. I know Rossi, Rossi seems to be on the liver train as well. So that's yeah. the life act. So 
up next is our first guest of the evening. Uh, now, obviously, they're not here live because it's the three of us and we can't afford to pay these guys. They're very expensive. Um, but we can afford to plead with them to send the video in <laughs> announcing the the uh, next category. And the first, this is Scumbag Hall of the Year. Hmm. So I love this category um, just because, yeah. it you know, there just those, those moments in the season where, you know, these giant halls occur and every, you know, every third or fourth player in the league might have one. You know, you see them floating around, but you know that there's not a hope they thought this person was getting the points. And uh, I think I'm going to leave it over to the announcer. It's uh, uh, and he can he can talk you through the, 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 the things. So let me know before I play. This is the first video. even. So if this does, if the audio is all shit or just turns out funky, let me know and I can revisit it. But uh, for now. I will throw it over to our guest announcer for F- FPL Scumbag Hall of the Season. Hi, I'm Hindu Monkey, aka PJ, 9.5 midfielder of the mythical North Gaming 39 this Saturday, Bell Park, Birmingham. Anyway, I'm here to present the award for Scumbag of the Year. Scumbag Hall of the Year, actually, I believe. Just a. Uh, just, just, just bear with me. Let me, uh, let me put this on. So we've got a uh, Mason Mount versus Norwich. Twenty-four points, bastard. Cancelo versus Newcastle. Eighteen points. Not sure what he's doing in there. Gallagher versus City. Thirteen points when most of us benched him. Let's be honest, scumbag. And Salah's twenty-eight point triple captain Hall versus Norwich and. Leads so for me, only one winner there, uh, and I hope it's who I think it is. And it is, it's absolute fucking scumbag Mason Mount 24 points from fucking nowhere, including a penalty. Absolute scumbag. So I hope to god that worked out great because I'm kind of blind on this side, but that's down to me. Looks great, looks great. A big thank you to PJ Hindu Monkey. This is the second awards uh, show for us he's done in a row. So that's two in a row he's done now. And yeah. uh, a big shout out. Absolutely fantastic uh, of him to do so. And as you may have gathered, the FBL scum... I actually am about to announce this and I don't know if I can remember who the fuck won it. You oh, well... I, we, we I can, can announce can you? Okay, yeah, Seamus. We, take, well, take, take it away, Seamus. Well, it's already been announced, but you just yeah. didn't But it I was, don't. Uh, <laughs> it was that scumbag Mason Mount uh, against oh. Norwich in game week. Is that game week eight? A man, yeah. by the way, Quinner had captains. I think oh, that was... Jesus. Was that not game week nine? Was that not the Havertz blank week? It might have. It was the, the blank week. Was that nine? Okay, I got yeah. the game week wrong. But it was that same week where uh, everyone was captaining Havertz or Salah. And he went with um, Mount and Mount got his scumbag haul. Yeah, he got a penalty and everything at this point. Yeah, he even got a penalty. Ah. Was it three goals and an assist or something like that. And then he... Uh, now, Quinner would have been, like, up in the top 100 that particular game week had uh, Salah not done his hat-trick business. But we all remember Salah did it that week. There was so many nominations. I didn't, I voted for someone that wasn't even in amongst the nominations. I voted for Son, uh, and he's come by call in game week 34 when he got a hat-trick against, um, against uh, Villa. Game thirty two, yeah. hat trick That uh, that pissed me off. But there was a lot of them. There's a lot of hat tricks this year. There was. There was that, a lot that was of big a great goals. award. 
I think so. I mean, like, yeah. the nominees, I think, I'm pretty sure uh, PJ went through them, but, like, the likes of Cancelo versus Newcastle, a bit of a weak one, you know, 18 points, but it was his only goal of the year. And for that to come alongside a clean sheet and an assist, for me, I was like, and it was a couple of, pon- you know, poxy fuckers that decided to lob the armband on him. I'm not yeah. mentioning any names. But, uh, yeah. you know, they... And they, they, Burn them to the ground. <laughs> they got their just their just desserts that week. Eighteen points, and uh, yeah, I think that Salah triple captainship. I call it a scumbag call just because of how much it fucked those who didn't play the chip that week. Do you know? It was like you're kind of there's a lot of people decide to wild card that week, completely justifiable, mm. and you know, or you know, whatever chip you wanted to use, you're like, yeah, that's grand. Just so long as Salah doesn't go too mad. You know, I'll have him. He mightn't be my triple captain, but, you know, a goal and assist. You know, maybe a, a goal and assist in one week and he just does nothing the next. No. Absolutely smashes it. 28 points. Triple captain. You're laughing, you know? Scumbag. Absolute scumbag. Yeah. He's a scumbag, don't you know? I also think um, Ronaldo, uh, his uh, two goals he got in his debut against um, Newcastle when he came in and there was all this hype about him and I was like, Gonna ignore the hype. I'm gonna ignore the hype, and then he got like two poxy <laughs> goals. Like one was a rebound and spill from the keeper or something like that. And I was like, oh god damn it, we're gonna to have to get this guy in now. So that that felt like a scumbag call. Yeah, um, there was a, a few shape. of them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good show. Ronaldo definitely is. I said, even that it was the same week as Lukaku, where you were like, because he got a bit of a haul, not a massive one, but was it a goal assist against Liverpool? For yeah, that's who. I, that's who I went with that week as well. I was like, oh yeah. I got Lukaku in now. Hopefully, Ronaldo Blank now. Ronaldo smashed it. But um, yeah, the uh, I, I guess there could be people out there cursing Son or not Son cursing uh, KDB for his uh, game with thirty six four goals against Wolves. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I definitely calling him a scumbag for that because he he saved my ass that week. So yeah, definitely. But uh, either way. Congratulations to Mason Mount. Uh, you know you picked up a, a pretty special award this year, and yeah. uh, and we'll move on. Uh, next up, back to a bit of normality again. Um, one of the, the the positions, defender of the year, otherwise known as what was my ridiculously witty thing for defenders? Oh, bus because they packed a bus thing. Oh man, I'm too good. Wasted. Jesus. Fridge Wasted. for goalkeepers, bus for okay. <laughs> Don't really? act like it doesn't make sense. But uh, yeah, defender of this season. The nominations are Trent, Cancelo, Cody. There you go, Paddy. But that was that was basically for you because I felt like he was oh, the uh, yours. And uh, I don't know if it's controversial, but Reese James, I threw him in there. Um, I was hanging on. I was hanging on. I was waiting to hear his name in there. So yeah, he, I mean, he, I deserve, he deserves to be in there. But I mean, there's so many others as well. Yeah, I think there's a few that could have challenged James. Like Alonso, I mean, even near the end of the season. Yeah, well, definitely more so than fucking yeah. Reese James, because of course I went with James, so Alonso <laughs> went absolutely mental. But uh, looking at the oh the honorary mentions for Defender of the Year, you had the likes of flicking through my things like a, an absolute pro. Uh, Robbo, I think obviously interchangeable. Like you yeah. made a point, Seamus, when we were chatting about it. Trent first half of the season, Robbo second half. Yeah. If you if you had somehow done that, you would have like had the best of both worlds because Trent was like Trent ends up the top goal point scorer in the game defenders the season just ahead of uh, Cancelo, um, yeah only seven points ahead of him. The chat uh, is going fucking bananas here, boys. Matip robbed. Uh, yes. Nihal, Nihal, 
Cole Kearney, I can't fucking pronounce the name, sorry, mate. But he's like Joel Matip, the truth. FPL Hans, 100% Matip. Matip, Rob, they're rioting, they're burning effigies of us in their homes. Uh, There's not a hope, Ashhead, Matip in his team. I don't We haven't uh, announced the winner here. Like, who's being No, involved? I don't, I don't, I don't. Surprise entrance. As a, <laughs> as a nomination, so. He yeah. didn't even make the honorable mentions. I didn't even here, know. And the winner is Matip. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get he them off our backs. Matip did end up with the uh, the fifth highest points for a defender, though. Just ahead of wow. Laporte and just behind Van Dijk. And considering, wow. what's his minutes like? He did have a good few minutes, though. Uh, three goals, three assists. He was especially good. I think there's recency bias here because he finishes the season with 11-11-7 with two goals and assists and uh, you know, How in much his last three games. Yeah, he was seriously though. He started off 5 million, didn't he? Five, started off at yeah, 5, finished at 5.3. So, yeah, I mean, value-wise... You're not getting better than that, but, but it was uh, always he was the risk. A Liverpool spot. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean that's not a bad thing because he's like almost scored as many points as you know Van Dyke for a million and a half less. But uh, no, same way Van Dyke didn't get nominated for for Player of the Year. Um, I think James is a good show because he got five goals and nine assists in like less than two thousand minutes. So you can imagine what he might have got if he. I know he was very frustrating at times to get one zero one zero two. Yeah. But then you get 18, 14, 11, and you were like laughing. So, yeah, I think he has to be mentioned in the nominations. It's just unlucky he didn't play more. But, but do you know what? All these motherfuckers in the chat, Betty Nolan had Matip in their teams. And they're all fucking, no, fucking no. wanking over him now. The absolute opposite. I think they all had him in their teams, so they just love him to bits. <laughs> That's the reason. Maybe, 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 but I don't believe them. If you so. told me before we started recording that Joel Matip Ooh. was going to hijack the Defender of the Year section, I would have Look, I would have called you a award, liar. Every award show needs a bit of controversy. At well, least no one's slapping anyone in ours. There it's could be a mug here. I think there's a mug here for best comment, and uh, that could, might go to Nehul for Joel Matip is the true fantasy king. Ooh, wow. I, I feel about that you, Paddy. That's Massive. it. He gets you. What? Yeah, well, you're fantasy king on YouTube. How do you block someone from the? <laughs> <laughs> Ash has got another shout there. Eric Dyer, fifteen clean sheets. Uh, you know what? But fuck Spurs. Fuck, fuck Ash. <laughs> Ash is all. Ash is all. Fuck the South Ash. Fuck the South Ash. Yeah. Ash and Phil Hins. There. That's a, that's a value, shirt. man. You know, he just he's, he's looking at points per million. For fair play. Yeah, he knows his shit, but uh, and Ash was on <laughs> earlier this season, so I'm glad yeah. to see him back one more time. Uh, but yeah, I guess we might as well announce the winner. It feels a bit uh, underwhelming now that Joel Massip has completely hijacked it, but uh, shocker, the winner of FPL Defender of the Season is Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, wow. He didn't win last year. I, I was I was looking at what? the thing. He, didn't, he wasn't even in the fucking things last year. Um, he was an honorary mention. Oh. He had a bad Jeez, season last year. That was right. his bad year. Who, who won it last season then? Dallas. Stuart Dallas. Oh, wow. Gross. Imagine yeah. Dallas won it last season. And uh, yeah, well, there you go. That's what yeah, you have. So two, he had uh, 14 attacking returns, two goals, 12 assists, and 18 clean sheets. Um, 208 points. You know, one of the few defenders has broken 200 points this week, uh, this season. And uh, Cancelo is the other one. Now, he ended up on a final price of 8.4, but I think for that price... You pay it. Yeah. What yeah. do you think happens next year, price wise, with Trent? Ah, oh. I think um, seven point five again. Same. Seven point five. Like he he started twenty twenty one after getting two hundred ten points the season before. He started at seven million, 
Um, so he started this season at 7.5. So I think he stays at 7.5. But he could go up to 8. But people who think he's going to go to 8.5 and 9 for to make it, for FPL Towers to make a decision, no. Um, he'll stay at 7.5. All right. We've All heard right. it first. Staying at 7.5. But congratulations, Trent. Uh, I'm sure we'll see you floating around next year. Uh, that brings us to our next award of the evening. It's the Maybe Next Year Awards. I really should have come up with some better names from some of these. But uh, <laughs> Maybe Next Year. Not, uh, you know, very, what would you say, subtle. I think you can pretty much figure out what we're going for. It's players that didn't really smash it this year but i'm gonna have my eye out next year there's a couple of dodgy ones in there you can mm-hmm. let me know uh how it goes but the nominations for the maybe next year award are connor gallagher ramsey for uh villa i can never remember his first name kuluzewski for spurs uh it'll be interesting to see what price point he comes in and luis diaz for liverpool Honorable mentions are... I didn't realise how fucking much my Man United bias was playing into this until I started reading them out. But um, honorable, mentions, uh, honorable mentions go to Ilanga, Gordon, Odegaard, Martinelli. Um, we tried to keep this below the 6 million, 6.5. I know Diaz oh, okay, is more. Okay. I know Diaz is more, but he's more in in a Liverpool midfield that were all giantly, you know, giant priced with... You know, maybe the exception of Jota. But yeah, maybe next year, Diaz, Gallagher, Ramsey, and Kulazewski. Let us know in the chat what you think. Martinelli's coming be. up here. Yeah, Martin I don't Ellie's know who up? the actual uh, winner of this one is. Uh, well, I, I know who I'd pick 100%. And I uh, see that uh, Ash has, has said it as well. And Chris Reed. Um, so uh, I, for me, it's Kulu. Kulu? It's so hard. I mean, I liked uh, Halpins. Immediately, I thought of Mike Halpins shouting Martinelli. But then I thought, Arsenal you know, with Arsenal in the Europa League next season, there's going to be more rotation. And, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, he comes in priced at six million next year. He could just take another step up. I think he could have a great season. Um, but, yeah, I, I think I'm now leaning to Hulu or that new Liverpool guy, depending on what price he is. But yeah. he was seriously impressive. Diaz, when he came in. But so, I don't know. There's, I don't, there's some other crackers coming here. Saka and um, Rafina. Yeah, be up in price as well. If Rafina depends on Rafina's price, a lot of these will depend on prices and like, who they're playing with. I mean, Rafina. I mean, Leeds have set up, so Rafina could still be at Leeds next year. But if he goes to, if he's announced at uh, Leeds and he's seven million or seven point five, then he transfers to Man United. <laughs> uh, then I'll be like licking my lips as a United fan, especially. So yeah, um, Saka, Saka, I think is going to get a price hike next year. I think Kulu will as well because Kulu's been seriously impressive. You know, I think he'll get that late season. He's got two goals in the final day of the season. I think he'll end up getting a price hike to something that's kind of a bit like awkward to manage, like eight eight point five. Yeah, we do um, have we do have a late shout for for Sigurdsson. Um, there's, there's, a, there's only one man in the FBL community that oh, really goes so fucking low. But yeah. uh, there's only yeah, but, there's no more than Randy Shafter. First two names in the team sheet next season if uh, if they're either back to the game, you know, that would be uh, Mason Greenwood and uh, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Exactly what I wanted to happen. Bring in Miller as well. 40 minutes into the show. Uh, (laughs) We knew it was going to happen. Yeah, it was going to happen at some stage. We just started seeing the numbers just absolutely drop. But I might as well announce who the Maybe Next Year award goes to. It's 
you've all been talking about Kulazewski. I kind of am on the edge of swinging that way, but I'm going to go with my gut and say Louis Diaz. I think fucking Diaz. Fucking yeah. I just think he's like he's going to be, you know, in the starting lineup for Liverpool, and he's going to replace. Do you? I think yeah. he's going to be rotated. He's already in the starting lineup for Liverpool. Yeah, no. yeah, he's already on their like their best team. So, how much is he going to be? But I think he's going to be nine point five. And, uh, well, he's uh, not. You're not going to have him. Why not? That's a Firmino price, you know. Yeah, but as a midfielder. Price, but as a midfielder, yeah. But it's, you'd rather have Trent, Salah, or Rabu. I think I'd rather have mm-hmm. a defender and the two mids if I was offered that. Seamus, you biting your tongue? I think if Mane was priced at. Like, I mean, okay, what's Salah going to be next year? 13 again? Yeah, 12.5 at a push? 13, we'll say. I think if Mane gets a serious price drop and he's like 11 or 10.5, you know, I'm considering, I'll be, and Diaz is 10 million or 9.5 or something like that, I'd be considering both of those as options over Salah. Um, not, at, not at the start of the season, but at, at, at times. Like you saw the way Salah's form kind of dipped. There's a World Cup next year, mid-season. So uh, our friend Steve was saying the last day, and he made a good point. In fairness, one of the few he would make, you know, broken clock. The odd time, like, yeah. You know, so he, he was saying, you know, like after Christmas, there could be just all these players' form might fall off cliff. And that could be when the likes of Salah goes a bit quieter, um, kind of like he did this year after the Africa Cup Nations and like said, Diaz or Manic could step up. So yeah. I, def- seems- I, definitely, I definitely think, you know, people who went yeah. without Salah the second half of this season got away with not got just got away with it but benefited from going elsewhere getting the Sun yeah. and Kane double up you know going for De Bruyne things like that 100% I think Salah like anyone that jumped off Salah after you could say even after the Leicester I mean like he did have the doubles and he did some damage in them but I mean we'll say the last seven game weeks even do you know I think you could have got away without him easily I mean Paddy jumped off him well or that's what it didn't that, that's what Quinner yeah, did I don't think I got, I don't keep going back to Quinner Quinner did that better. Well, I mean, you should go back to him. He finished 14th overall rank. So, I mean, like, I think he's a pretty good uh, <laughs> temp- or example to go back to. There does seem to be a bit of, uh, I wouldn't say controversy in the chat, but that Diaz uh, pick has, has gone over. It's good. There's mixed reactions to it. I mean, Kean Cronin, happy to see you there, pal. He's a All right, former, yeah, former um, guest on the show and uh, overall 27th Irish winner. He thinks Diaz will be a go-to option next year over Salah. I think he's talking through his arse. But I understand where he's coming from. Do you get me? I I think... Not over Salah, but I think with Salah. I think over one of the defenders, one of the fullbacks. Yeah, there's some mention there as well for Bruno Gomarish, which is a good shout. Um, Both Rossi and Nahal both think um, he would be be good uh, next season, which is a good point, especially if Newcastle, you know, go on an upward trajectory. FPL Hints will be happy to hear that. He's a Newcastle fan. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was someone else there. Oh, yes, it was uh, Bowen. Uh, now, I think Bowen is going to be, after a season he's had, I can't see how he's going to be anything less than $8 million next year. But he's just going to be price hiked out of it. I mean, if he's 7.5 Is, seven, is $8 million price hiked out of it? Not we out paid of seven, it. No, we, we paid won't, 7 won't. for Antonio this year, if didn't he we? Does this, if he were to do what he did this season and he was $8 million, that would be amazing value. Because basically he did what Trent did this season, and Trent is going to make value of eight million. So, you know, you can't say Bowen isn't. Um, yeah, um, I think he'll be good, but it'll be hard to get that consistency at eight million. So West Ham don't have European football next year, do they? 
Uh, I know they, they might have conference. I think yeah. that was the whole thing at the end of the yeah. season. United was with West Ham. But um, I don't know how much any team is really going to focus on conference. Although Leicester did, towards the end of it, start putting out a strong team. Yeah, the conversation now has moved towards um, what positions people will be. Will Sun be a forward? Will Mane be a forward? What about Foden? That's a whole different conversation. We can get into that in a while. But um, yeah, they, we have awards to get through and hand out here. So let's see. So if you could shut up in the chat and actually <laughs> focus on what we're saying, that would be fucking great for a change. But <laughs> so angry. I'm just kidding. Such an angry yeah. man. <laughs> Yeah, it's in the jeans. Um, but let's move on to our next award. And it's another special guest uh, announcer for the evening. Now, this one, as I, I kind of warned at the start of the show, it's a bit blue. bit of blue for the dads. Uh, it gets a bit... Uh, a bit <coughs> uh, and it's for the Fur Coat and No Knickers Award. So essentially a player who had a massive prize tag and absolutely failed to live up to it. So with that in mind, I will throw you over to our next guest for the evening. Uh, please, everyone, welcome Mr. Gianni Batici. Good evening, everyone. Gianni Batici here. Hi, I'm here to announce a very special award. We've come to the point in the evening where it's time to praise a player for having no substance and a huge price tag. Some might say, all well, the gear, no idea. Some might say... All faux fur coat and no knickers. Hang on just a second when we present the award and Sharko, my little Santa's little helper here, is going to present the award with me. So Sharko, are you going to come bring me the nominees? Sharko, come here. No, I have to get them myself. Here we go. Okay. So, the awards. The four nominated players for all faux fur coat and no knickers are Lukaku. He's not been brilliant. Number two, we have Raheem Sterling, ladies and gentlemen. Should he get the award? At number three, we have the high-priced Sancho. He didn't deliver either. Controversial for number four. Should Harry Kane get the award for all faux fur coat and no knickers? Lukaku, Sterling, Sancho or Kane, who's the winner? You decide. In fact... The winner is Shaka. Come present the award with me. And the winner for the award for all faux fur coat and no knickers is Sancho. It had to go to Old Trafford, ladies and gentlemen. Sancho takes the award. All right, I think the guys are absolutely enthralled by uh, Mr. Petici, but I would like to say once again, absolutely amazing uh, video, and thank you for announcing this year's Fur Coat No Knickers Award. Paddy, would you like to talk us through the winner? I, I would. Uh, have, first of all, Gianni actually putting on a fur coat and wearing a pair of pants. I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm still amazed. I'm shocked. Uh, I might even go for a white break. Yeah, we did. We did plan that into the show. So if you could wait five more minutes, no, I'm joking. Uh, wait till the next video. Yeah. Anyway, it's absolutely fucking bollocks, Gianni. He's fucking went with Sancho, hasn't he? And it's it's Lukaku. Yeah, I think it's Lukaku. It's Lukaku. But he's he's went. You know, to, he said, yeah. "Fuck that! I'm not giving out shit to Chelsea." 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's contra- controversial, but um, can we overrule that? No, I think he. When you go you to know, the effort, yeah, he has spoken. Yeah. He he said it in his pants. So, Sancho, I think, uh, what I think uh, what, Sancho what, is a good people? pick. I think Sancho is a good pick. Although I would have definitely went with Lukaku ahead of him. I actually went with his United teammate Bruno Fernandez ahead of him, even though he did get points this year and lived in one or two game weeks. Like totally was a letdown compared to his price aside from game week one really take game week one out of it it was yeah. fairly poor so yeah the, what what are the chat thinking a lot of them think uh well key Cronin thinks lukaku no doubt rusty thinks Foden's overrated and uh yeah there's uh Baza makes a very else. good point there he was he wasn't expecting much from sancho but he was from lukaku and that's the way i was i was horrified when lukaku went to chelsea i thought oh fuck he's gonna do bits for chelsea isn't he true that's that's a brilliant point. Yeah, I mean, it, in that sense, it does swing it towards uh, Lukaku. So, but we've uh, if a Gianni, man uh, if a man in his underwear tells you that Jaden Sancho is the no is the fur coat no knickers award, you just listen. You don't fucking you don't argue with that guys. Yeah, you don't you're right. It. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, but uh, sorry. yeah. Any anyone uh, else that wasn't is. there that you thought was an honourable mention that are you considered? Like FPL Raptor, saying... I think, as as Randy uh, Shafter pointed yeah. out, I think that was a good shout. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just it's a pretty all good fart, no poo. Uh, Baza, Baza says the exact same thing you said, Paddy. There, where I wasn't expecting too much from Sancho, but uh, Lukaku. <laughs> That's because I was reading what Baza was saying. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck's sake! Fucking out, Davis. Keep your shit Real together, man. Out. This isn't live, is it? Go fuck uh, yourself, Sam. No, Diego. I can edit that out. I can, I can edit that all, all out. We'll be grand. Uh, but yeah, thanks again, Jenny, and uh, and uh, fair play to you um, for for really getting the guns out, um, pun intended. And thanks to Sharko as well, the dog. That's two years in a row we've yeah. had pets uh, announcing awards. I think I'm gonna have to keep that. Yeah, we're a pet a friendly. Pod. My my respect for Jenny went up a notch there after today. I think I have to say. Well, how does it feel to know that you aren't the best looking person on this pod tonight? <sighs> It's a bit of a shame. It's a letdown, but it takes the pressure off. I'm going to uh, loosen this yeah. tie a bit more now. No, he was chatting to me there, so he was Seamus. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I fucking was Seamus. What are you just jumping in? Three minutes of It's okay, Petty. Next year we'll go. We'll knock it down a peg. Yeah. We'll knock it down a peg. Uh, but next up, we have got another positional uh, award. It's it's a big one. I think um, it's probably yeah. It's the biggest one. Midfielder of the year so if i'm going to do this right i should pull up the screen and the midfielder noms as everyone knows the sandwich of the team the bacon butty fpl midfielder of the season nominations are son salah jared bowen who everyone's creaming themselves for in the chat and saka uh they're my four nominations anyone i've left out honorable just just to just to cover myself in case people think i've completely forgot everyone honorable mentions this year for the midfielders, go to KDB. Jota's in there. Fuck me, I must have been high writing this. And Ward Prowse and Madison. They're the they're the honourable mentions. So oh, Paddy's Prowse. got this. What's Damn. the swim cap about? What's this about? We weren't a, we weren't made aware of this, Paddy. Cap. This is the swim cap that you're going to see when I score for the North. He's oh, a celebrational swim cap. Fair enough. Kind um, of like a Raul Jimenez kind of, you're going to reach behind the goals and pull out this yeah. and, and throw it over it's, your head. It's going to be in my pants. It's going to be in my pants because uh, I was drawn and by FPL Doodles on the, the Team North wearing a swim hat. So 
This is the exact one. Yeah. Did you see the? So continue, ad- sorry, I didn't mean to- no, you're fine, buddy. Did you see the adult-rated version of that, John? Yes, I did. Tiny Mickey. It was a real shock. Tiny Mickey. Yeah, but she I mean, did. she's uh, swimming in the Atlantic exactly. Ocean. Exactly. Hundred percent. In the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. It's no. not the size of the wave. Anyway, it's the motion in the ocean, Jer. Oh, I'm not insulting you, Patrick. I'm just. I was surprised that Doodles just- went so. Anyway, it's not big, <laughs> but of a fast arse. Of a quick arse. <laughs> fast arse in the west. <laughs> Oh, it's past nine o'clock. Like we can pep- do what we want. It's like a Pepsi cap. It's past nine o'clock. We can say what we want. A bit of blue, a bit more yeah, blue for the dead. But yeah, so we're hearing, we're hearing, give it to Sun. We're hearing anyone but KDB, not KDB. Um, KDB's not nominated. He was just an honorable mention. Yeah, he's an honorable mention. Yeah. Uh, FPL Hint says, like, you know, if uh, Sun doesn't win this, it's a farce and he's going to walk. Um, yeah, a few people saying Bowen. Mm. Uh, Mike Alvin thinks Saka or Bowen for the value. What do you think? Who who actually won this? I don't know the answers of some of these awards. So I don't think you do because I didn't tell you. I just I didn't know well, the answers I, until a couple of days. I'm ready to write if it isn't who I think it is. Yeah. Well, who do you think it is, Paddy? I won't say what you're. Well, it, ha- it has to be Sun. Okay, so you've got a, a vote for Sun. What about you, Seamus? Uh, for me, it has to be Bowen for his value. Yeah. And the chat seem pretty uh, divided between Sun and Bowen as well, don't they? Mm, uh, that seems to be the way it's kind of going. Yeah, exactly. Kean says 200 point barrier smashed for a 6.5 million, uh, million West Ham midfielder is is outrageous, which I think so too. And how many points did he end up behind Son? Um, 50 or so points, 52 points. Well, considering the price difference, um, you know, I think uh, you got to factor that in. But like, yeah, is I it, wouldn't. No, not not a single mention of Salah. Not a single this, mention of Salah. Yeah, fuck Salah. But Salah's pre-Christmas form was insane. Remember, like, like, there was just a, 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 a where he had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten goals in his first nine game weeks, along with one, two, three, four, five, six assists. It was insane. Yes, but he's pre, is it his pre Christmas uh, form or post Christmas form that's going to cost him here? Sure. We'll, yeah, it, we'll find out. Let's, uh, let's roll this over. The FBL midfielder of the season. 21-22 goes Jesus. to Jared Bowen. Wow. There we go. Did any of you guys have Bowen in your teams? Yeah, yeah everyone like, had for that whole there. start. Yeah. Yeah, I never had, had him. Team for that. No wonder I'm shy. Yeah, that's the 500k for you right there, buddy. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I think like it was the end of the season that really caught my eye with Bowen. It was because like, he was one of those positions where I couldn't go for him because... The Europa League for for West Ham, that kind of rotation risk. They weren't, they didn't have doubles. It was that like, I can't justify it, but fuck me, was he delivering? Do you know that kind of he, way? He had nine double digit hauls this season. That's it's crazy. Uh, that's crazy for his price, and he was basically playing up front, you know, for a lot of the season too, um, and carried that team when Antonio's form just fell off a cliff. So I mean, yeah, mm. if he was priced, if I thought he was going to keep that up next year, and I think he might. Because they don't, well, they have Conference League. I just don't see him playing Conference League much next season. Not the early rounds, at least. So, I mean, if he comes in at 7.5 or something like that, I think, yeah, you'd nearly, you'd have him in your team, wouldn't you? He's more, maybe not, but, yeah. I think, like, I could, I stretched to the likes of Antonio this year, so I don't see why I wouldn't do that for Bowen. Especially if, mm. if this 
you know forward position continues to be dead but we'll see I can see looking at the chat there that uh, Ash is devastated that Sun didn't win um, he, he that's about as OFFS it's about as close to Kirsten as Ash is gonna get yeah, yeah that's that's mm. Ash flipping tables yeah he's actually just smashed he's fucking there. right and he's I, I think he might even have whooped his knob out and smashed it off the wall I think yeah, I think it's rage. I think what he's probably doing at home is like flipping and he's you know He's, you know, he's just he, filling he's out ignoring. And... He's ignoring his his wife. I think that's what's happening. I think that's what is the rage wine. I think that's the most as rageful as uh, as Ash gets because he just seems like too nice a guy to to throw his size out of pram too much. You know, he probably won't tip tomorrow. You know, someone there like I'm not tipping you. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Fuck you. I'm just collecting my food and closing the door. Really aggressive. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, Sun was uh, Sun was close. I mean, if you'd said Sun one, I would have said, yeah, I'm not going to dispute that. I mean, to be fair, I did all these uh, answers. Uh, was it Friday evening, Saturday morning? So, I mean, like I wasn't taking that last day into the season. Sun joined top goal scorer. To be honest with you, it wouldn't have changed my mind. I think Bowen is a strong pick. Um, and he just, yeah, he kind of came out in order this year. Um, so, yeah, I'm happy, I'm fair, happy folks, to... Yeah. Yep, to throw my Rommel in the chat said, um, just just to, he says just some for the sheer fear factor of not owning him. So well, we can just leave it at that. I thought it was a nice comment. You know it is, and as a Harry Kane owner for the yeah. va- for all of the end of the season, with the exception of the game week thirty eight, uh, yeah, Son was an absolute nightmare. He was. He was killing. He was killing us. That's why we struggled to get to gain rank uh, for most of it because he was even even the week. Um, Sun smashed it, or not Sun, um, KDB smashed it and got 30 points. Sun still got 20 points. We would have been creaming ourselves over him if it wasn't for the fact that KDB took all the attention that week. He's just unreal. I like what you did there, calling it a game wank and then like creaming all over it. Yeah. That was I mean, pretty that, Do I call it a game wank? <laughs> I don't know. I, that's what I heard it read, but I am wearing a swim hat. Um, Randy Shafter is all for the rage wank. Yeah, mm. I feel like you and him are cut from the same cloth. And by clout, I mean swim caps. Maybe we are. Let's leave it there for the midfielder. Jared Bones taking it. There's no amount of whinging is going gonna, is gonna to change it. I would like to make a request that anyone is enjoying what we're yapping on about. If you hit that like button, that would be great. Or even go as far as subscribing. Uh, that wouldn't do any harm either. But well, a subscribe would be better than a like, wouldn't it? It would, but I don't want to lock anyone into some long-term commitment like a YouTube subscription. I'm thinking, just a like, just just throw if, Euro in the bag. If you, you know? like rage wanks, subscribe. Hit the, hit the subscribe button now. I think and if you like uh, po- pokey bum wanks, like, just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or if you like both, do both. Um, subscribe. But let's move on to our next award. Um, I like this one. This is the what the FPL moment of the season. So this is those not too dissimilar to Scumbag Hall, but more of a like, where the hell did this come out of? Um, and we've got some nominees. We've got KDB's four goals against Wolves. I think that, I know it was recent, but that was an absolute shocker. And we've discussed at the start of the show that between myself and Seamus, that was a giant, uh, a giant moment in the season. I think Salah's hat trick and the Havertz blank game week nine—that was a massive. What the FPL is going on? Uh, James eighteen points in game week twenty-eight. I think again a little bit of personal bias creeping in for me there, just because 
I couldn't get to him. And then there was those poxy pricks like Seamus who could. And in that one fucking game, a goal, assist, clean sheet. I think it was two assists. I can't even remember. But 18. No, goal, assist, clean sheet and bonus points. 18 bloody, 18 bloody points. And then the Dennis red card game week 23. Which, for me, I won't forget for a while. That was massive. It didn't hurt as much as it would normally, but, it, you know, everyone captain in this kind of weird Watford striker for him to get sent off. Uh, minus one in a double game week. Not playing the second fixture. Yeah, uh, I think that's definitely what the FPL moment for me. Uh, any favourites for you guys, Seamus? Uh, the Dennis one, uh, as you mentioned it, that, that kind of reopened an old wound. Uh, so I was thinking that. And for me, it was quite like it had to be. I kind of forgot I had James for that haul there until you mentioned it. But it had to be that KDB where I just like got 60 points that I knew you didn't have because you had double city defense. You had Foden. I was like, he's yeah. not going to sell Foden to get KDB and take a hit to do it. So it's like, yeah, I've got a, a straight shot here. As, uh, you know, could have gone for Sterling or whoever, but I was like, yeah, let's go KDB. So that was like, that was one of those, oh my God, I can't believe the kind of moments. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, has to be that, has to be for me. I'm sure there was a few people in the chat who would say the same with that particular week because I know they were captain, but there'll be a few more. Yeah, Patty, anything straight, you know, standing out to you? Well, apparently, um, Someone in the chat said, or Baza said, the Havertz one because me and him fell out about it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have to I have to obviously go with that one. <clears throat> yeah. But uh, Dennis was also a killer. Yeah. And the Dennis one actually influenced me in not captaining, to a smaller extent, but not captaining Richardson in game week 37 because I was like, I'm really going to captain another double game week relegation threatened piece of shit, you know? And this was after to... Vekhorst, like, so... Yeah, and been... like, as I said, Vekhorst went out, uh, you know, and, and things like that. I was just like, I don't, do I really want to do this, you know? So that was a, an element in my mind. Also, he had a knock, and also I knew you were going to captain him, and I was like, I got to go for someone else, and um, I should just went with, you know, the safest option, which was Richardson with his 19 points. Um, but, yeah. A lot of people are going for Dennis in this one. Um, what do you think? I think the the, K, the sorry the Salah one is a good show because it was Man United and it was genuine reason to not think he would do anything against United. But because we see early season, was there happens. was there genuine reason? That's well, <laughs> you know, I'm looking back now. At that stage, they were you know you kind of knew they were, but the evidence wasn't there in front of us so much. There was no so. fucking way you were picking Salah to score four goals in that game, like. Solskjaer had, you know, he played City and Liverpool in previous games and he had a way of, like, tightening up. But, you know, there wasn't mm-hmm. as many goals. And he, he'd even frustrated City. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, fuck Havertz. The, the strikers were all injured. We went for Havertz because he's going to be put up top. That's the one that fucked my season. Yeah. Well, you'll be happy to know that neither of them have won the award. No Havertz, no KDB. It was a tight one with KDB. But I felt that it was, I think it was just uh, a little bit too personal. And I think in terms of the entire game and just that general reaction in the FPL community, the winner this year of the what the what the FPL moment goes to Manuel Dennis. Um, yeah, that mind that 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 minus fucking pointer as a. If you told me at the start of the season I was going to captain a Watford player at any stage. I'd have, I'd have just yeah. slapped you in the face because you've not treated me with the respect I deserve. But What game week was that again? Uh, game week 23. 
was when uh, Dennis decided to be an absolute tangerine. You know, and yeah, I'm, I'm not being well. <laughs> I'm not being corrected saying that we all captain like two weeks later because they had another game week or something like that again, right? I and uh, he he blanked as well. Maybe I mean it does sound like something I would do is to go full on into uh, you know double down on something stupid like that. But uh, yeah, no, I yeah. think um, I think it's definitely something that we'll talk about for a while. Like in a couple of years, we'll all be chatting. Like we still talk about <laughs> the Shane Duffy uh, captaincy for Brighton and little things like that. I don't think it's quite at that level, but it's I don't think it's a million miles away. Um, and I want there was there's a, there was also people who had uh, captained King. I think if King had gone off in one, because people had there was a divide. Who'd you go for? It was remember it was uh, Team Grass versus Analytics. Team. It might have been grass versus stats or something like that. Um, but yeah, I'm just looking at King. I was like, man, he like, his last goal was in game week 13. <laughs> he just did nothing for the second half of the season for like half their games towards the end. So uh, he ended up like 50 points almost behind uh, Dennis. But yeah, for a while, Dennis was untouchable. But yeah, as soon as he stunk up the place, we all were captaining him. That was, uh, yeah, that's another one. We were. Seamus, you're getting some lovely comments in the chat. Uh, FBLA. Uh, I know. People are so nice. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. I've paid, there's, a few, there's a few plants in there. There's a few plants in there. <laughs> you know, to be fair. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, I think it, it, that's the general consensus. Um, Emmanuel Dennis, fair play. You may not be in the Premier League next season, but you'll be forever in my nightmares. Uh, let's move on to we've only got four more awards left we've got one more positional you can guess what it is uh, and we've got a couple of a couple of goodies one more guest to appear as well so before we move on to our final guest of the evening let's talk about the FPL forwards forward nominations for the for, for the year so nominations I don't like this I almost left this category out this year because of how fucking shit the forward position was in general. Um, I really, that was going to be a point of mine. I was like, no, I'm not doing this. It's been rubbish. But I've kind of been forced to just because of my own OCD. And on the screen there in front of you, you can see in very poorly visible font, the four nominations for FPL forward this season are Kane, Cristiano Ronaldo, Antonio, and Pookie. I couldn't wow. think of any better forwards than those four I don't know if they're the exact top four high scoring but they're not a million miles away from it did I leave out anyone there let me know in the chat and Paddy you, 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 who have I left out I don't know I just want to say hello to FPL Air there who um, says that uh, we're looking well Jer and of course Seamus as well but he says he just, just specifically said Paddy you're looking the best yeah, so well, thank I mean, you FPL Air you're always bringing the, the show up a notch Paddy you know you just said that there, yeah, mm. twice. Said it a couple of times, but uh, no, I think you um, you had. Uh, I mean, th- that's how bad the forwards were this year. They're like shocking. Yeah, no, yeah, they're shocking. Bad. Like, Sh- fuck me, Seamus, you're clicking there. You can't be cheating. Like, what's your uh, gut say? What's your gut saying? I was thinking, Tony. You know, how did he do? I mean, Antonio had ten attack returns, ten goals, ten assists. And to, uh, Tony had 12 goals, 5 assists, and like a lot of those were penalties. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Tony was. Here. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a bag of dicks, really. You know, it's not a good uh, category. I, there's no one there. I'm looking down and down and down. 
No, they, they all underwhelms. Um, I think when I looked up, I was looking at my message there to you, Ger, for my nominations, and I said, like, if I can vote none, I, I vote none. But if I have to pick someone, it would be Kane, because he's the only one that actually emerged um, with a bit of credibility. I mean, Ronaldo obviously did well, but I mean, even Pookie there, like Pookie's third amongst forwards with 11 goals, three assists, several of those penalties. He's mm. rubbish, you know, but, you know. I, I'm, go- I'm going to go with Ronaldo for the sheer just... Because you're going with Ronaldo for forward of the season. Yeah. You're a fucking mad. Yeah. (laughs) That's bias there, anyway. Going Ronaldo. Yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what Seamus said. Well, I mean, Ronaldo got me more points than the other guys. I never had any of them. Yeah, because you didn't know any other bollocks. That's why. Yeah, well, fuck them. Yeah, we're not. You had Antonio for the start. Not long enough. Not long enough, you didn't. Seven goals, 11 assists in FPL is actually, you know, quite a respectable return considering, you know, this wasn't, you know, one of his better seasons. But, like, he really stepped it up towards the end. Um, I mean, if you look at it, he had one goal and one assist in his first 15 game weeks, in Spurs' first 15 game weeks. Then it all came together. And for a while there, he was literally the only forward you you could really go for. He was kind of holding the forward position for, for a long time. Um, and see, I'm seeing yeah. justice for the likes of Enketia, Mateta... Uh, Bro has been mentioned um, just because of that kind of value pick but uh, yeah my test I don't get it. I think maybe Ash is just taking the piss with that one but, uh, <laughs> maybe but, but, but in Brogia case yeah awful <laughs> Vardy near the end as well Baz is saying yeah but what yeah, do you have means... three game weeks two game weeks yeah, yeah that's no, the same with Enketia like that's straight in the bar anyway yeah, come on, lads. Let's go with the classics. This is a season-long thing. I mean, I get what you're saying about Enketia and blah blah blah. But I mean, if we're going to say that about Enketia, based on the form, you know, Welbeck has to be in British shout. You know, for the last few game weeks of the season. Wait, so Welbeck yeah. go mad. Welbeck yeah, had three goals and three assists in his last um, five game weeks. I did not yeah, know so that. He, if you if you sort by forwards and form, he is top the highest form. Well, he's not top of the FPL forward of the season because the winner, and I I think there's only one that could have out, out of that list for me, and it's the same as last year, Mr. Harry Kane. Um, it's fucking bullshit. I know. I'm the sorry. same man you nominated for, for a coat, no knickers? I know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the same well, man, I mean, that says more about the forward position the best than it does for me. <laughs> yeah, it's what the best. What did you say, Paddy? This is the best midfielder award. No, Ford. Oh, because he's so deep. I Come get it. Come on, Seamus. Snap out of that. <laughs> he's the, the new quarterback. He's the new quarterback for Spurs. <laughs> yeah. No, I but, mean, yeah, no, I, don't, I never fuck fuck Harkin. No, I think he he got a, he got his little haircut and he shook off that early season, uh, early season, that half the season. Want to be there. Yeah, well, he's there now and he's fucking stuck there by the looks of things. So uh, I wouldn't worry about it. I do see the hypocrisy, Seamus, in mentioning him in the, the fur coat, no knickers. That first start was maybe an oversight that I did not see playing out the way it did. And secondly, uh, I just, uh, the forward positions were so poor this year. I just didn't, I didn't have an option. I couldn't pick Ronaldo because how shit United have been. And at least. You've done your best, Jer. I did my best. That's all you can ever do. And it was a hard category. It was a tough category. It was a very tough category, uh, but he's won it now. It's there. It's done. It's all, It's up and it's up on the screen. So it's there forever. We won't get around. What's it. with the? What was with the Barry's tea? I get that. Did you just want to put him in a cup of tea? I think I was just going with Irish things. Uh, for a while, I was just picking buses. Barry's tea, Irish. You're fucking damn right. It's Irish. Jesus Christ, Betty. We drink fucking lines. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course you do. 
Because you're fucking. Lion's Tea's Irish is enough. Well, Lion's Tea's Irish too, yeah. It's the weaker of the two well, Irish Tea. But your Lion's Poor Tea's better than Barry's Tea. No, it's not, lad. Sorry. You I'm sorry. Maybe with your weird Donegal water, it's better. But uh, no, sorry. <laughs> and plus, we're fucking sponsored the, by Barry C. The controversy of the whole fucking show is that Barry C is better than Lion's T. That's not controversial. That is a fact. Anyone that says different. FTL, Betty drinks Lion's tea. Probably doesn't drink Baza tea. Betty doesn't tea. drink tea. Betty doesn't drink tea. Er, no, he definitely doesn't drink tea. Yeah. He He's a coffee. He's like a chai latte kind of guy. And Eric agrees with us as well. He reckons it had to be Kane. There's no, there's no doubt about it um but yeah I just work well yeah Kane, we know your allegiance yeah well i mean he's not wrong it's the tastiest tea in all of the in all the admiral oil but oh. look we're getting so we're getting sidetracked with tea for some well, reason you're right Faza. i've just stopped i've just ignored you for the last 60 seconds or so while i was reading through the chats um but now it's just descending into uh which tea is better barriers or lines uh discussion so let's move on for okay. you know some people say nasty things that they can't take back yeah. want something the internet so you want to follow it no, we don't want to follow. Not live on air. The first time we've been live on air this fucking season. Um, yeah, let's let's move on to our final guest of the evening. Uh, another big name in the FPL community that I'm absolutely, I would say, a little bit shocked uh, with all of uh, with all of them, the lads tonight. Not so much PJ because he was there last year, so I'd only be lying. But um, yeah, I guess just with how. What are you laughing at? That wasn't meant to be an insult. That was a genuine... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andy Monkey. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's not what I meant. And also... He's totally just shat in your mouth. Also, a, speaking of Hindu Monkey, a, a nod of appreciation to three amigos who hung up their hat this season. Hung up their sombrero, I suppose I should say, after, I think, their fifth or sixth year uh, on a, at the yeah. podcast game. So, fair play to them. Uh, I, I'm missing them. I definitely would check them out. Uh, on a weekly-ish basis so you know um, but yeah big thanks to our next guest um, for sending this video he is here to announce our comrade of the season so villain of the season was what we told him because we didn't think we'd be able to push comrade I thought that would be a little bit yeah a little bit um, adult I didn't even know that yeah I know (laughs) I give that one to myself you should see the pictures I had lined up for this real oh my god graphic But I've kept it. I've kept it nice, and uh, for that, I'm going to throw it over to the one and only FPL Salah. Okay, so the nominations for the villain of the season go to uh, Double Game Weeks, Newcastle Takeover, uh, Forward Options, and uh, Prediction Models. Okay, so the winner is. Pass me the envelope, please. Thank you. The winner is prediction models. I think it's great. I think now we've just transitioned just enough to time to let Seamus be on camera as he runs out of the room. <laughs> out of the room. Uh, that's she- Are we back on? Are we? We're back. We're back live, baby. But Seamus just saw Abdul's beautiful beard there and he said, I had to go and have a wank. <laughs> so yeah. we lost Seamus for a couple of seconds there. But it, it won't take long. Beard. It's a beautiful beard. Yeah, and it, w- it won't and take I'm long with a beard. That like beard. That. I'm going to stroke that beard next this weekend. Tell us game, again, Patty. Tell us again game why. Week 39, game week 39, where the North versus the South, where the North is going to destroy the South. Um, it's a few FPL content creators. 
against a few other FPL content creators, obviously. And it's for a fantastic charity. It's for uh, Street Child United. Um, all the t- everything's going towards the charity. So cannot wait to see everyone there and to uh, just fucking get pissed. Have you got a celebration lined up? Oh fucking! I've got my swim hat here with me. Wait, you know, may have. Are to... you gonna Are you gonna stick that down your jocks and then if yeah, you score, whip it out and put your big sweaty ball fucking oh. game? I'm gonna I'm gonna run. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna keep it down. When I score a goal, I'm gonna pull my swim hat out from my ball sack and I'm gonna put it on Raptor. We put oh, it on geez. Raptor's head. That's and a red card. That's a red oh. card offense. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Poor Ross, poor Ross is getting an awful doing tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, but I love him really. Yeah, let's let's go he back. Night at to... man as well. Ah, he is, he is. Um, and but until man. until the match is over, he's a wanker. Oh yeah, absolute enemies, enemies till then. Uh, but we've talked about villain of the season, come of the year. If that's if that's your so Ross. inclined. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, sorry. I let me guess. FPL, um, or, or no, I won't say that actually. Well, the the lads know who the winner is. So we've played the video. Oh yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say yeah, I thought it was someone. But else. I'll talk to the nominations before we do. We, we land on the winner. Double game weeks. Newcastle's <coughs> takeover. Forward options, lack thereof. Prediction models. Now I know what Ash in the chat's thinking for prediction models. I know how much he loves them. But uh, forward options, predictions. Newcastle takeover. Double game weeks. Where are you going there, Petty? What's your vote? Well, it has to be forward options for me personally. Like saying just because you just because of the conversation we just fucking had. But I mean, what's that last one about models? Well, prediction models, you know, like uh, AI and fancy football fix, like, that like whole, all that not specifically that, but that whole. No, that's stats. Um, prediction oh. models in terms of like actual these are the players that are going to score fucking points. Jesus should Christ, that, Petty. That's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's nominated for villain of the season. Well, then fucking that's it. Because that's bullshit. You can't... That's like fucking... No, I can't say that. Well, but, but that's, bu- no, that's bullshit. Totally bullshit. <laughs> say- How long, by the way, has Seamus been gone? We were like, you've got maybe a couple of... Oh, there he is. There he is now. We're running back. There he comes. Now. He had like, to go, what? I'll just what? make a quick drink. A fucking white Russian. I'll just make a cocktail <laughs> down in the kitchen. You know? <laughs> Imagine he went off and wanked it. Yeah. You'd- <laughs> that fucking he was talking about how that Ab- Abdul's beard really got you there in that video. A, run off. a quick, quick <laughs> shake. Give yourself a fucking reach around. Got to give um, I feel a lot of props for coming on here. Actually, yeah, uh, Abdul, because I didn't uh, wasn't expecting to, and he's uh, a. Star- a like. <laughs> as far as you can be a fan of um, other FPL, you know, people, who, men who talk about FPL. <laughs> Fan of how he plays the players, game. Players, players, yeah. managers, yeah. managers, managers, not players. Well, what do you think? Are, are we FPL managers or FPL players? I say managers. I say managers in the general, but I think we are players of the game. You know. Yeah, I, I tell people that I manage a football team. Yeah, you leave out the fantasy part. Yeah. I yeah. say coach. Um, yeah, I'm a coach. Yeah, I'm a coach, I'm, I'm a coach at the weekends. I, I coach a couple of lads. Like, you know? the, like that uh, Step Brothers. Did he, uh, so who won fantasy? the? Yeah, um, the the villain of the year. I'm not going to say the other words. That's before, just <laughs> fuck you. So, but before we, as he licks his dirty ass fingers, as he licks his finger after, after having a wine, my own fingers. 
Mm. <laughs> oh, so the four Christ. nominations, Seamus, for villain of the season was <laughs> double game weeks, double game weeks, Newcastle takeover, forward options, and predictive models. It's not double game weeks because those are fun. Not they make it hard. Weeks. They can make it harder, but they're they're actually fun. So it's definitely not those. Uh, Newcastle takeover. No, I mean, like I didn't get too offended with that. I'm not surprised. That's just the way the game is. Another oligarch slash state coming in to to take over the game. And what was the other one? Analytics and forward options. Oh, forward options could be a good shout. But I think I went with um, analytics on this one. Um, oh really? Yeah. I thought you would have went with the forward options. Yeah, I think uh, at the minute analytics is kind of. Um, because it's making the game harder for me. <laughs> so that's why I've got a problem with it. Because, I mean, if you're an engaged manager and you can, you have your eye test, then you kind of know, you know, you can kind of tell from here anyway. Um, and you can just look through. I mean, I'm not, I haven't had a problem with a lot of the stats. Okay, I have no problem with, you know, touches in the box, shots, shots on target. You know, I think we all have access to that. Well, I think they prediction models, I don't want to mix prediction <clears throat> models up with stats. That's the thing. I know, yeah. th- I know they're closely intertwined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the actual ones that just come out and these are expected points. Like that's yeah. just doing way too much groundwork for you. And I know it's helpful for the casual player, but it's for reasons like that that people are, um, you know, doing so well, which is good for them. Uh, it just makes it harder for us, and you know, it's making it easier for the casual player. And I don't think I like that. So you know, just tell people, you know, the um, you know, touches in the box. There's there's stats that there people wouldn't look at. Like touches in the box was always one I looked at for four. And I look, remember when Mitrov in the Premier League seasons ago, and they're like, oh, he's got the most shots in the box. We all got to get him. I was like, yeah, those are all like mm. shitty headers from like, you know, the penalty spot that the keeper is catching comfortably or he's putting over. Like, these are not high quality shots. So there's ways to assess them. But now it just does the work for you and says, this person's going to get, you know, whatever. And I've listened to podcasts that have actually said, I'm just going to do what the model tells me this week. So this modeling thing, it's it just computerizes the game. And it's, when I hear that on pods, I'm like, okay, well, I'm switching off now because you're basically saying you're outsourcing your thought process to a computer. Yeah, and and fuck computers, right? Am I right? Fuck them. Yeah, fuck they, them. We don't need them. <laughs> Except they keep me in a job, but yeah, fuck them. Yeah, and we're literally using them right now. But Paddy, you need to run off and get your charger. We are nearly finished. I do indeed. Do it. I don't want you leaving without saying goodbye. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. Do. He's really just sneaking off. For what one? Uh, winner was prediction models. I'm surprised at that. But then again, is it just me and you that decide these winners or was there an actual vote? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the answer when I got sent a video and I was excited as well. I was like, oh, who is going to win this? I'm the one that sent the nominees. Uh, but I think for me, uh, I think I'd have to have gone with the forward options just because I don't... I mean, I, everything you said about the prediction models, I pretty much agree with. Um, but I think the forward options being... It's just sad, you know, just like seeing it being absolutely decimated. But it isn't new. It isn't specific to this season. And, uh, yeah, so I would have went with that. But prediction models won. So, you know, to hell with AI. Maybe just hope for humanity altogether. And, and what um, what do people in the chat think? I'm just having a look here. And FPL Hint says pause forwards. But he also said that models and AI should be binned, which is kind of what I'm saying. I thought this was a um, – thought this was kind of more controversial. I know some people were – saying it online there recently um but i actually thought that it would be uh 
you know, I thought there'd be a lot more support for it. I thought there'd be a lot more people going, no, I use these the whole time. I think they're really good and they're they're helpful. But they are good. They're developed well, but they're too well. They're just simplifying the game to an extent that bores, makes it boring for me. So, Like I, like as an example for the predictive models, and I'll move on quickly because I'm aware of the time, is like the end, I was free hitting Game of 37 and all the fucking models were saying, Madison, Madison, Madison. And I went, eh, I'm just not feeling it, you know. I just, I don't want it. I'd rather fucking, you know, maybe double up on everything attack, blah, blah. That obviously came back and bit me in the ass. But, you know, they were all screaming his name and I just chose to ignore him. Um, so I suppose, you know, you could look at it two ways. You could go, they're giving you the answer and you can still choose to play your own game. Do you know that kind of way? So I suppose, what's the difference? Um, but that's the villain of the season. Well done, prediction models. Uh, we'll get a trophy out to you. Uh, last two, um, last two, best budget option of the year. Oh yes, is our second this is a last. one. Yeah. So, do you? I was going to ask you while I tried to buy myself some time, and Seamus smashes the fucking keyboard like a lunatic. <laughs> what the what the budget options were for the year, the nominations, but. Um, I don't fucking have them in front of me. Do you? Over there? There I have them. I got them. I got them. <laughs> All right. Best budget options 2022. Dennis. He's already been talked about Fuck enough Dennis. tonight. Fuck Dennis. Gallagher for Crystal Palace. Imbumo. I have slash Tony written here because I couldn't pick between two. But I think I'm going to go with Imbumo just because that OOP. There's an argument to be made for both, so we'll just go Brentford. We'll lob him in there, and Odegaard. Which again, I don't know why he's got so much love here in the nominations, but he does. Honorable mentions to White, Livermento, Foster, and Broha for the budget picks. But um, yeah, who who are you looking at there, Seamus? Uh, I was looking at the nominations because I was trying to figure out the difference between this and the uh, the life hack. But the life hack, I guess, is often an out of position player. Or yes, like exactly. a serious enterprise, like a 4.0, which is why we were kind of shitting on Cody a bit earlier, Patty. But I think Cody falls into this budget option as a good good option this year. Yeah. Um, I have down uh, Gallagher and uh, Dennis. But the more I think about it right now, the more I'm thinking someone like Gellhart to Brogia or just some, you know, maybe even Scarlet for Spurs. Well, one of these would go into positions. the life hacks. Scarlet would definitely okay, maybe, into life Okay, they're, they're life hacks. So, so yeah. budget option, I think um, you don't get much better than Dennis or Gallagher. This season, so. they were both excellent. Gallagher was matching it earlier, so so they have to be they're, they're my two boys. They'll be stable boys for me. So, yeah, one of those two. Yeah, a lot of love for Gallagher I, in the chat. Ben White's been mentioned as well. Yeah, Paddy, well, what, like, what are your thoughts? Uh, like, I wish Cody was in there. He pulled me out of a few, a few serious holes, but I know you're not perfect here. Um, I probably have to go with. Um, and Buemo. I did bring in Buemo on as well for, for a couple of games and he was out of position and can't remember him actually lighting anything up for me but he, he was good <laughs> he, was, he was a good budget he was good budget pick and he, he was out of position so he had his moments he had his moments he had yeah. his moments yeah. Yeah. I, I have uh, to agree with Emil Hintz here at the minute he's just shouting my tip from the, the rooftops and we're like you just with somebody that was just off a radar because none of us had him. I think if one yeah. of us had them, we would be, you know, thousands of virtues like like crazy. And I think actually, the, pro- the, the correct answer probably is Matip, who came in a fight this week. The, this yeah, uh, so. this award ceremony year two will is the Man- the Matip Gate yeah, show. Just, just yeah, yeah. No, hundred percent. Unfortunately, oh, he's wow, not mentioned. Mike's brought in uh, Emil Smith Rowe there as well. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel mm. like th- there's a bunch of Arsenal options, the likes of Odegaard, Martinelli, ESR. They all they all had a shout, you know. Yeah. Um, but I think Smith Rowe, like, realistically, was a bit a bench player that somehow scored like five goals in a row or something mm. like that coming off the bench. I don't know <clears throat> actual stats. Maybe it was just three, but would come off and just stick stick one shot in the bottom fucking corner and that was it that was it. oh all of a sudden you're laughing you know fucking six six point seven points or something like that but um the winner for the best budget option this year and this isn't going to go down too well but i guess i didn't pick my tip so tough shit is connor gallagher uh i think he, yeah, well. also, he also falls into the one to watch i'm looking forward to seeing where he ends up next season i doubt he stays at chelsea does he go on loan again I don't know, but uh, I really enjoyed watching him play this year. Can can they sell players now again, or like is that kind of dependent on whether they they have bought? No, I think they're bought. I think that's done now. Um, I don't know. Is that confirmed? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I was kind. Of, I kind of still thinking maybe that that's going to be a factor. Um, funnily enough, because I was saying, you know what? Let's just see who might be the best value here. So, if you sort by all players in the Premier League and sort by value over the season, who's number one? Who do you think? Um, tip. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my tip by a mile. Uh, yeah, no, he's uh, he is, and this is like with his current price of five point three. He started at five point oh, and even in second with like a, a, the price increases that he's got, which actually isn't that much. Jared Bowen finished the season on six point nine, which is crazy considering he started at six point five and he got over two hundred points. You know, you'd expect him to be seven point five eight million, but. I guess no one really had confidence in West Ham's lack of double game weeks towards the end of the season, so everyone just went without him. And uh, yeah, he's he's the second best value. Cody is third. Totally, he was good value, Paddy. You know, yeah, um, yeah. and surprisingly, Allison is third or fourth. Yeah. Allison, and keeper. Yeah, yeah, Allison and Larice then and Dyer. You know, these are these are guys that are coming in with uh, value, but it's it's not surprising to see really cheap defenders uh, be in there. But I'm surprised the six point one goalkeeper is showing in there as the best value. But yeah, he just smashed the season. Yeah, well, he didn't win the fucking FPL Hangover Award, so to hell with him. Uh, congratulations, Connor, and uh, I I am actually looking forward to seeing a bit more of that lad. Uh, I think he, he he showed a bit of promise. But that brings us to our last award of the evening, and I know we've kept you here. You know, maybe too long, but uh, we let you go home soon, and we'll wrap up the end of the year. But before we do, we need to announce player of the season. I didn't come up with something witty for that. Maybe like, what's the opposite of cum rag? Um, rag cum. Answer in the no, that's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> answers in the comments, please. Opposite of cum rag. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that could be the that could be the mug winner. That could be the mug winner if we if we get a, yeah. a decent fucking one of them. Um, the of a comrade. Yes, but player of the year. Uh, I I didn't think it was too difficult. The only thing that was frustrating about this was not keeping, not turning it into essentially midfielder of the year again. And uh, with that in mind, there is three similar nominations. The nominations this year for player of the season: Mo Salah, Hyunming Son. Jared Bowen, we've been there, and Joe Cancelo. Jesus. Or Matip, right? Or Matip, yeah, based on on what uh, has gone on. Give, give the fans what they want. I think we're going to have to put Matip in we're there. We're going to have to, because, yeah. you know, there's still tear the room apart. Have you seen these lads right? 
These are the guys that listen to lads chatting about gum rags. You can't have them fucking going yeah. buck ape in a buck ape in a room. Player of the season. Player of the season. Player of the season. Come on. FPL player of the season. Do you know what you do for that? What? what you do go do? to you go to the stats page or transfers and you sort by most points. Pick the player there. That's how you do it. And for that uh, reason, but that's too easy. Musala. Musala is the best. <laughs> but, no, let's, but I think Son. You, you make so? a very very strong valid point for, for Son. For the yeah, price, absolutely. For the price point as well, like and. Mm. Okay. And there's people here saying, um, surely Salah, I feel hints thinking Dan James. Um, I think he's falling off the wagon here. I think he's but, Dan uh, James, I see that. That's, I, I know, he, there was a Dan James penis popped up in one of the Oh, uh, yes, yes, Dan yeah. James, of course. Uh, I get the reference. Do you remember was, weren't you? So that's why he keeps saying Matip and Dan James, because he's, he's just. Oh, he's been filthy all night. He's been absolutely filthy. Um, Keen oh, Grunts is yeah. both one player of the season. Not yeah. bad, not yeah. a bad shout for value. Um, but I think I only captained Bowen like once this season. Um, so I couldn't, I mean, if it was somebody I was going to be captaining regularly, player of the season has to be something like that. So that's why Son or Salah has to be in it. Um, yeah, uh, but I, you know, I go Salah. I wouldn't disagree with anyone who said Son. Hmm. But uh, what do you think, Jer? Paddy, do you want to cast your vote for it? I was just going to say Son just for the sheer fucking, because he doesn't play for Liverpool. <laughs> well, I went to Jura that time because I thought it was quite clear that, that Paddy was going for for Son there. But uh, like that's why you don't. It's a, this is a tiebreaker, Jura. You have to you have to separate us. It's tough. I didn't expect it. Um, so first of first of all, I will announce the players' player of the year, which I didn't before. <laughs> but the players' player of the year is quite clearly Joel Matip. So he's going to ah, take okay. that award. He's the players' player of the year. We've all decided. Player. Okay. Yeah. But. For the actual FPL Player of the Year, season 21-22, please put your hands together for our little South Korean, Hyung Min Son. Hyung Min Son, he's yeah. taking it. He's taking it. Yeah. He's done it. That, no, Son, all the, I love us. It was tough. They wanted. It was tough, but it I think the end of the season, Son destroying me and Salah just not doing jack shit for me really made mm-hmm. me go, yeah, Son's taking it. He's the player of the year. Yeah. You could have had him for the vast majority of the year. He was carrying the team when Kane was having his little bitch fit. And uh, yeah, and he just continued through the year. Joint top goal scorer, swapped positions with Harry Kane this year. What was it, like 17 goals? And I can't remember the stat, but like. Mm. Yeah, no, go on, son. Go on, my son. Yeah, no, son, happy with that. Happy with that, yeah, son. Yeah, I won't argue. I won't argue. I mean, he was class. And he destroyed my season. I think I only had him for like two, maybe three games <laughs> all season. Um, Yeah. But that, that, that two-goal salvo at the end of the season uh, felt nice as a, as a new owner. It did, and a captain's uh, asset. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Um. I I don't know. I mean, have you guys got anything you'd like to say before we wrap this up and say goodbye to everyone? Uh, but, uh, well, no, no, I was just going to ask your thoughts on how the season went. Um, so, yeah, like, but, Paddy, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I think we should definitely do some more live streams next season because it's really fun. I 100% agree. The plan this year was to do it once, basically once a month, and that turned into never a month. And, like a uh, re- wrestling pay per view. Yeah, exactly, a pay per view once once a month. Get get everyone. Where they pay, like, up. I'm tired of China. 
But uh, yeah, I guess we can wrap it up there. Uh, how did I think the season went, Seamus? Um, yeah, fine. I beat you. Don't care about the rest of it. Um, no, no. So that's... you're you you're like you're happy. You thought this was a good season, an enjoyable season, or was it oh, a slog? The, the, I felt the... it was a slog. Oh, I get you. The first. season in general. Sorry, not my yeah. season. Um, yeah, I thought it was. Considering all the shit that happened last year with COVID and empty stadiums, I was happy to have it back this year. Obviously, it was a bit of a slog with the double game weeks and and the blanks and stuff. But in general, um, yeah, I didn't feel the. There's a lot of people talking about, oh, I just want the season to end and you know, blah blah. No, I, I, I like this. I mean, I like it every year. You know, like I just don't take it too seriously. You know, simple as that. Yeah, yeah no one, no one void, no one again this year. Two free hit chips, like fucking ludicrous, <laughs> absolute fucking ridiculous. And it, you know, yeah, how it, can it you kind sleep of, at night getting fucking it kind of ended up being unnecessary, chips? didn't it, Paddy? Like, I mean, yeah, he, he both played it in thirty-seven, right? You did, yeah, right? just because uh, I, I just wanted to get rid of mine because I felt like cheating. Yeah, played it right away. And, uh, yeah, like uh, you know, I obviously played it earlier. But it like fell perfectly for those in thirty seven, and I just like that kind of cost me a lot. So, I I don't think they really needed to to play to give it that uh, that extra free hit. I think we all could have done oh, just fine without it. You weren't winning in, in when you played yours, you bollocks. I played no, it earlier, no, and uh, I don't think I did even too well with it. I just it's like twenty seven. Yeah. I did pretty okay. I I, I dropped. I, I gained like. Uh, whatever 12k in, in rank you know but i didn't do anything special with it um and the people if i just waited i would have done better so th- there's a strategy in it but it's just one more decision you could you could get wrong or right but yeah hopefully next season now they'll bring some rule changes in uh i'd like to see them you know it would be good if they did like if they did two free hits like one first half of the season one second half of the season that'd be yeah. more interesting i'm not against that um but yeah where you can kind of save them up and like use like you know two free hits and three game weeks that's you know it just means the end of the season things get a bit volatile I think there's a lot of variance this year so uh, yeah yeah. I can tell you I wasn't on the proper side of it but uh, but yeah you're right and uh, I think we'll leave it there we've just hit the the one something mark um, it's hard to tell because they don't give you the fucking they give you the total time and not how much it was you know in the waiting room area but whatever We'll wrap it up. Um, I would like to thank everyone that's joined us this evening, especially you, Seamus, and, and Paddy. Uh, it's been a pleasure to do another season with you. Hope to catch you again next year. Um, everyone that's watched on YouTube, thank you very much. Um, hit that like button, subscribe if you haven't done so already. It's been amazing. And uh, hopefully we catch you next year. Any of you listening, I hope you enjoyed uh the season I, I've, I've enjoyed making them and uh, yeah uh, Seamus Paddy anything you want to say before we leave just thanks to um, Abdul to PJ and uh, to Gianni for their videos thanks for Paddy for you know ably filling in for so much of the season when I just wasn't available just to, to family commitments and things like that um, yeah and to you Joe for continuing to host and put in the, the effort each week and for everyone else who's uh, been listening to us throughout the year liking sharing uh, our stuff on uh, and twitter and things like that um yeah it's been it's been a good season it's been it's been a good season it just it just at times felt like a slog and it's uh, been a long one it's been a long one <laughs> it's felt long hasn't it it's yeah. been like and we're only getting a small break before the next season starts as well um but paddy you know any final words i just want to say uh thanks to everyone who took their evening out tonight and spent it with us uh listening to us um chat a wee bit of shade and I would also like to thank you guys for um, 
for being great uh, podcast partners. And to Jer, of course, for the blood, sweat, and tears he does for all the fucking editing that goes into these things behind the scenes. And, of course, the three guys, as Seamus says, Gianni, uh, Handy Monkey, and Abdul. And, look, see you next season. Can't wait. You're damn right. Um, yeah, with that, that's absolutely perfect. Guys, enjoy your summer. Try to forget about FPL for a while. And most importantly, God bless. Later.